0: You're listening to the New Gen Sermon Podcast. So what I felt to preach on this morning was be fruitful and multiply. And I don't mean go out and have many kids and that kind of thing, but I'm talking about being fruitful in the Lord. And uh, I want you to know that the life that God has planned for every single believer is a life of fruitfulness and is a life of multiplication. In fact, when you look at the Bible, you will see that these believers in the book of Acts like Paul, Peter, and the other guys, they lived a life of adventure. You know, you look at Paul, and he's like, I I went here, and I went there. I faced danger here. I was in danger of being robbed. I was shipwrecked. I went, I got a beating in this city. I saw people, you know, healed and raised from the dead in one of the meetings. It's an absolute adventure to serve God. And I honestly believe that God's will is that we are fruitful, not because we're trying hard to produce fruit, but because when you are walking with God, fruitfulness is a natural result of being with God. If you picture the vine vine and the branch, it's not because the branch is perfect or because the branch has some amazing abilities to produce fruit. It's because the branch is connected to the vine uh, and to the root system that enables it to produce fruit. And when we're connected to Jesus, fruitfulness is a natural outworking of that relationship. You know, when I look back on my life, uh, I I, I was actually speaking to uh, one of the guys that got saved recently this week. And he was talking about how his life has changed so much since in the last kind of two weeks of knowing Jesus. And I thought back to my life. And I, thought, and, I, and I had this thought. I thought, I wonder what my life would be like now if I didn't know Jesus. And I honestly feel it would be a train wreck. My life would be a total mess if I didn't know Jesus. You know, it's, uh, I've, I've lived an absolute adventure for the last 27 years of my life. I've been to countries I never thought I'd travel to. I have friends in nations that I would never have met outside of the body of Christ. You know, even in third world nations, I've got good friends there that are only there because they're a part of the body of Christ. I've seen God do amazing miracles, even in my own life. You know, He's healed me, He's sustained me, He's he's blessed me in so many ways. I have a wonderful wife and children, they're an absolute blessing to me. I have a wonderful relationship with my parents and... And I consider myself to be a very blessed person. Uh, even in our finances, we are blessed. I'm not a millionaire, but we have everything that we need. And we have extra to give to others. And that's really, that's the mark of abundance. is When you have what you need, and you have something extra to give to someone else, that's the abundance that God wants us to live in. If you're going shopping, and you need To buy $20 worth of food and you have $20 in your pocket, you have sufficiency. If you have $25, you have abundance because you have enough to buy what you need, plus you have 5 bucks to give to someone else. This is something God dropped in my heart just while I was thinking through this message is that we only have abundance when we take our excess and give it to someone else. Sometimes what we do we go shopping for $20. We look in our pocket we've got 25. So what do we do? We buy something for 25. That's not abundance. That's just spending everything you have on yourself. But sometimes we we go and we we say, "Oh, I've got 25 bucks but I'm spending 30." What's that? That's lack. Because that's overspending. You don't have the money and you spend more than what you have. But abundance is when You live within your means and you give the excess to someone else. And that's how God wants us to live in every area. Not just finances, but even what what we receive through revelation, what we receive through our relationship with the Lord, what we receive through coming to meetings you know, like this or home group or whatever, we take what we, ha- what we get from God and we give it. That's living in abundance. And really, I feel like we are going into a season of abundance as a church. I honestly believe that God wants to use us, whoever you are. You know, I look back on, uh, as I said, I've looked back on my life and I think if God can do that with someone like me, and I consider myself to be a very ordinary person, Uh, When I look at what He's done through my life, He can do anything through anybody's life. He can do it through your life. If you'll come to the Lord and just say, God, I'm making myself available to be used by you. It's not about the skill level that you have. Oftentimes we look around us and we think, man, if only I could sing as well as Tracy or Eileen. If only I could play guitar. If only I could administrate. If only I could run a business as well as someone else. If only I could speak as well as someone else. So, you know, if only, if only, if only. And we look at other people, and yet all we need to do is come before God and say, God, this is who I am. These are, these are the things that you've given me. I'm giving them to you. And when we do that, he takes that and he will produce fruitfulness through us. I often think of myself as like the little boy came to Jesus when 5,000 people needed to be fed and all he had was his lunchbox and he had his five loaves and two fish in there. He gave it to Jesus and Jesus just multiplied it. That's what he will do with each and every one of our lives if we come to him and we say, Jesus, here's what I have to offer you. Use it for your glory. He will multiply that seed. Amen. Um, I'm just want to read out of Matthew chapter 13, and uh, I'm gonna, it's the parable of the farmer sowing seed, and you might have read it before, and it's where Jesus talks about a farmer sowing seed, and that seed falls on different types of soil, and the soil is representative of our hearts. So there's the the seed that falls among the on the path, the seed that falls on the rocky ground, the seed that falls among the thorns and the seed that falls on the good soil. And Jesus says this about the different types of soil. He says in verse 18, Matthew 13, verse 18 to 23. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. That seed fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand. Then the evil one comes and snatches it away so that the seed that was was planted in their hearts. The seed that fell on rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, it doesn't last long. And so there's the kind of heart attitude that isn't really 100% sold out to God. It's a very shallow relationship with God. And when God sows seed into a person like that's life, It doesn't last very long. There might be an initial reaction. There might be an initial, yeah, let's go for it. But when tough times come, that person backs away and goes, no, it's too tough. I can't serve God. And And then there's seed that falls among the thorns. And it says, the seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. And so this is a person who the seed actually does pretty well in their life. God God produces a, a kind of a crop that grows up and it looks like it has a lot of potential. But because this person is worried about the things of life, they're worried about finances or they're desiring wealth, those things are like thorns that grow up and choke the life of God out of that seed. And then finally, there's seed that falls on good soil. And it says, it represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a 100 times as much as was planted. And, and this is someone who has a heart that is a good heart, who genuinely wants to see God's kingdom advance, wants to see God's will done. And, and when God sows into that kind of a person, without effort, there is a 30-, 60-, and 100-fold harvest in their life. And I want to say that's what God is wanting to do in every single one of our lives. We've been through an incredibly tough year, and I feel like there's been a, um, there's been a planting of the seed, but it's been squashed and it's been held back. And now that the restrictions are lifting— I'm expecting there to be incredible fruitfulness, incredible growth in the church. We're already seeing people added. We're already seeing new faces coming. But I believe God wants to take that and multiply. If you will come to God and if you will say, God, I'm making myself available. Yes, I might only have five loaves and two fish. But God can feed thousands through that small offering. I really believe that God is speaking to us this morning, and He's saying, will you let me work through your life? Will you let me produce a fruitfulness through you? You know, often you find that you, you pray about something, and God does way more than what you ask, seek, or imagine. You may be praying for your neighbor to be saved, and you get an opportunity, you share the gospel, and then the next thing, it's not just them, but it's their family it gets saved as well. And God often does that. He often breaks in and overflows in a way that is way more than what we actually initially thought. Uh, And and the other thing is that from this parable, God often answers in seed form. So you might be praying and you might be saying, Lord, you know, I I need a breakthrough in this area. But the answer that God gives comes in seed form. So you might be praying for a a family member to be saved or a neighbor to be saved, and God gives you a seed. What does He do? He gives you the message of the gospel and says, take this, plant it in their lives, and you will see fruit. Or He might give you a promise from the Word of God regarding something, and you take that promise and you grab a hold of it, you cling to it, and through perseverance and trusting God, you see the fulfillment of that promise take place. It's like coming to God and saying, Lord, I'm really hungry. I'd love an apple. God gives you a seed. You go, hang on a minute. Like, what am I going to do with a seed? You plant it, and you look after that plant. You let it grow up. You water it. And next thing, there's an apple tree, and you've got apples for the rest of your life. That's kind of how God works. He gives you a promise that you can actually stand on, and often it goes way beyond just your initial need Sometimes it goes right throughout the rest of your life. You stand on the promises of God and you remember things that He's promised and you walk that out for the rest of your life. That's what God is wanting to do in our lives. Uh, I really felt as I was preparing this message that God wanted to break in on people's lives. Uh, I I know that it's windy, but I'm really trusting that right now God is going to touch your lives, that He's going to put some seeds in your life that are going to bring an incredible fruitfulness In this next season uh, that we're going into. I believe that over some of you, that there is a, that there is like a poverty mindset that God is wanting to break. And he's wanting, he wants you to know fruitfulness and multiplication is always his will. Poverty is never God's will. Lack is never God's will, ever. I mean, we might go through difficult times. I'm not saying that. Paul was hungry at times, you know, at times he had huge abundance and at times he had nothing. But it should never be a sustained thing where as Christians we are living year after year after year after year with lack and insufficiency. That is simply not the Word of God. You will never convince me. You'll never come to me and say, hey, here's a scripture that says it's God's will for me to be poor forever forever. It's God's will for me not to multiply. It's God's will for me not to be fruitful, to be fruitless. Never, ever. All the scriptures are about, you know, God makes humans and he says, go forth and multiply, fill the earth. You look at how, how animals and, 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 and plants multiply. They produce seed that produces 30, 60, 100 fold harvests at a time. And that's what God wants to do in each and every one of our lives. So I'm going to end the message now, and, but I want to pray for us. If, if we can just stand and, and just bring ourselves before the Lord. I believe that God really wants to touch lives this morning. And for some of you, it's going to be a breaking of a poverty mindset. Some of you have believed a lie that says, oh, this is who I am, you know. This is just my lot in life. And God is saying no. No. I want you to speak life. I want you to break that over your life. I want you to speak blessing in, the, in a place of poverty and see an incredible change take place. So let's just come before the Lord. Let's just come before Him in prayer now. Father, I thank You. I thank You, Lord, that Your will is for us to be fruitful. Your will is for us to multiply. Your, your will, as we connect in You, as we are the branches and you're the vine, is to produce fruit, to produce more fruit, and to produce much fruit. That is your will. Lord, wherever we look in the Bible, we just see multiplication. We look at the early church, and we see how you added thousands on day one, and then they grew to 5,000, and then a multitude. There was just a multiplication of what's going on. And Lord, you want to do the same through us in every area of our lives. Lord, I want to pray over people who are struggling with a poverty mentality here this morning. I I pray a breaking of that mindset right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray that your blessing, that your fruitfulness would come upon them now. I pray that they they would believe and they would cling to the fact that you are a God who wants to bring fruitfulness in every single person's life. It is God's will for us to be fruitful. So I just speak that over every person now. Fruitfulness in their relationships. Fruitfulness in their workplace, in their businesses. Fruitfulness with their children. Fruitfulness in their, in their family relationship dynamics. Fruitfulness in, in their ministry, whether it's reaching out or preaching the gospel or, or serving in any way. I pray for a fruitfulness over each and every person. Lord, just move by your Holy Spirit right now and touch lives. Bring a change in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we praise you. We give you glory. We acknowledge, Lord, it's not by our might, not by our strength that we can do this. But as we lean into you, as we press in on you, as we read your word, as we spend time in prayer, that fruitfulness is going to overtake us in every area of our lives we thank you for your goodness Lord we thank you Lord that you're walking with us we give you all glory honour and praise we pray this in the wonderful name of Jesus Amen Amen You've been listening to the New Gen Sermon Podcast To find out more about us visit our website at newgencitychurch.org